It is estimated that 3 million Australians have accessed their super uh, with no checking whatsoever by the ATO and it appears that some people have actually used the money to purchase property. So has that opened them up to possible action by the ATO? I think so. But what does Kate Bacos think? She joins me. G'day, Kate. How are you doing? I'm well, thanks, Kevin. How are you? Good. Kate Bacos uh, is, she's not a taxation expert, but she is an expert on property in the Melbourne market. And I've got to say, Kate is also uh, the anchor host on Real Estate Talk this week. Congratulations on doing that, Kate. It's, um, Thank you. It was a joy. I loved it. Yeah, it's due to come out in about uh, about half an hour or so, and that'll be on realestatetalk.com.au. But, Kate, I want to ask you about this, because have you sensed... Uh, that some people have actually used their superannuation to get into property? And if so, what would be your advice to them? What I, what I am aware of is people have thought that there's an opportunity to use their super to get into property. And then they've, they've found out the hard way when the lender has spotted it. And we have to think about what lenders are looking for and, and what the super access scheme was all about. The, the government enabled this for people who were in financial distress and we've got packages and opportunities out there for people who have had it rough and these, these payments are known as crisis payments. So imagine how a lender feels if someone has a grand idea of accessing their super to form part of their deposit and then the lender sees that they've had to access a crisis payment, so to speak, in order to demonstrate that they've got savings. It doesn't bode well and what I do know is plenty of my mortgage broker buddies have, have made it very clear that lenders have been stating they won't be accepting loan applications if they can see evidence of applicants accessing their super. Yeah, two important things here. One, you've, you've made the point that um, if you have had to access it because, and the only reason you would is because you can demonstrate financial strain, uh, yeah. then the bank is going to look on you and say, well, you know, I don't know that you should be borrowing. The other thing is that there are regulations about what you can use superannuation money for. And yeah. having purchased a property in our super scheme, I know how difficult it can be and the hoops you've got to jump through, jump through to do it. So, uh, and, and, you know, what you, what you can actually use it for, like you can't use it as your primary place of residence. You cannot have Friends or relations, oh, sorry, relations, direct relations, staying in the property. Uh, yeah. It has to be a pure investment property. And I, you know, I question many people if they've actually been able to do this, they could actually be in a lot of trouble, Kate. Yeah, I'm concerned for any that have slipped through the cracks. I, I think that you've got a really valid point because as an SMSF um, recipient myself, I know just how tough and how regulated this space is. I mean, right. a, a property person like myself is not allowed to give SMSF advice. We actually mm. have to follow the directive of a, a licensed planner or accountant. We have to have a strategy. And as you said, when it's a, a leveraged asset, you cannot um, live in it. You can't have your kids live in it. It's an arm's length business That's activity. So right. I, I think aside from the fact that people are accessing super with this idea in mind and then finding out that it was a failed idea in the first place, they could actually be facing some serious consequences um, if ASIC does clamp down on, on this type of activity. Yeah, I, I mentioned at the outset that it's estimated, and no one really knows, that about 3 million people have actually done this to the tune of about $28 billion, which if you average it out is just a touch over $9,000. It's not going to really give you a deposit on on a on a property as such, so uh, you know you'd have to really question why people would do this. What would be uh, your advice to to anyone who has done it, and um, you know should they be confessing up now, Kate? I would be having a careful chat 
most likely with, with the financial planner or a trusted accountant or the convoked or solicitor and and see if they've got any insights into, mm. you know, what sort of, um, I, I guess, ideas they have in mind for, for whether whether there's an opportunity to, to um, thrash this out with the ATO or, or oh, with us. Good, good luck I, with that, I would say. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm very, very I mean, anxious about yeah. it. And I think anyone buying a property has to recognise that lenders are looking for genuine savings. What that means is that you have the ability to save. Now, if you're accessing super because you haven't got the ability to save, I'd question why, why you're even considering buying a property. Absolutely. Hey, Kate, let you go. I know you've got a busy day. Thanks so much for joining us and your wisdom. And um, watch out for Kate. Kate Bakos, she's the host on Real Estate Talk. That's coming out in about half an hour, 10 o'clock at realestatetalk.com.au. Kate, thank you so much for your time, my dear. Have a wonderful weekend. See you, Kevin. Yeah, Kate's a, a, a great... Uh, she's a buyer's agent uh, based out of Melbourne. Um, it's uh, coming up to... Oh, well, it's just past 28 past nine.